0: This episode brought to you by One OnePurse and The Nurture Place. You've just joined in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul, where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded, He waits to hold this sacred space just for you. Welcome back to In the Stillness. This is Don Strobeck, and this is Episode Seven: Being Led. Being led by the Spirit is so much more difficult than one would think. Romans eight fourteen says, "For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God." And Henry Nouwen has a wonderful quote I like that says, "Prayer gives us the courage to stretch out our arms and be led." Being led by the Spirit. Hmm. Sheep submit to leading quite well, but humans, not so much. Sheep in biblical times were extremely valuable animals. The economy of many depended on them, but they were also very needy creatures. They are single-minded, fearful, and prone to wander. If left alone, they will completely destroy their pastures. They are in constant need of herding and guidance because they don't seem to instinctively avoid danger. The shepherd is crucial to the life of the herd. Just like these creatures, there is so much that interferes with our being led. We sometimes don't avoid danger ourselves. We have enormous fears and lack of trust and dysfunctional patterns. We like to avoid pain and hardship. And the list goes on and on. So much of being led is about less of me and more of God. It's a surrendering, not in a void of self kind of way, but in a deliberate choosing to give up my will kind of way. Many Christians think if I just become unimportant and invisible, then I can please God. But that is so far from God's design we are to emulate Christ, who was one of the most visible people to ever live, even 2,000-plus years later. Things that he said and did are still talked about, written about, painted, sculpted and sung about all over the world in hundreds of different languages and from different perspectives. He was far from invisible. but Who he is during his time on earth was not about his individual personhood. Rather, it was about how he fit into a bigger plan that his father had, a beautiful plan that would save a dying world. And he stood perfectly within the will of his father by dying on a cross. He became the most well known historical figure to ever live. And whether you are for him or against him or believe he was God, This truth remains. But when we are asking to be led, most of the time, it's from this smaller, more personal desire. We can kind of be selfish creatures at heart. Do we really start our day truly asking God to lead us from moment to moment? Or do we have a plan that is pretty steadfast and he can work with it if he wants to? Do you ask or even desire um, for him to be part of your bigger plan? I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't make plans or that our plans shouldn't have some, you know, be solid, but I think becoming flexible and allowing some uncertainty and time to really seek the shepherd like sheep is part of being led. And this is hard. This is hard for me too. I'm a planner. I want to know. I want the plan. So, if you would just for a moment, we're just going to go to the Lord and pray about this. I just want you to just kind of breathe in deeply and breathe out and just kind of listen. Lord, well, first of all, I just repent. I repent of not really seeking your plan on a daily basis. And I ask, Lord, that you would help me surrender. That you would help me to surrender to your plan. Not just for me personally, but for how I fit into your bigger um, plan. Lord, I need you in this. I can't do this alone. Lord, I ask that you would just... Help me to be led. Help me to be a person who wakes up seeking your face. And I pray this, Lord Jesus, in your name.